So continuing along, um, we last time I believe we got up to paragraph Kuf Samach paragraph one sixty four, and we started a new section called Ahavas Hashem, developing love for Hashem, and Bovavi taught us that there's a love, there's an Ava that's Taluya Bedavar, a love that's dependent on something, dependent on a matter. And there's a Ava Badavar. There's a love that is independent of anything in particular. And the deepest level of love is when you cannot point to anything in particular to describe why the love is there. That's a Ava, that's a love that's not dependent on something. And where we left off was that uh, in Ava Tluyabadavar to have a love that's dependent on a thing or things is certainly going to be step number one to understanding a relationship you have. Every relationship has to start with a reason for that Ava to exist. In Ava She'ina Tluyabadavar, there's no, nothing in particular. So we're, we were in the process of defining what that is. Because when it comes to Ava Hashem, first type of level of loving Hashem is out of gratefulness, gratitude, understanding how much Hashem does for us. That's an Ava Tuluya An Ava She'ena Tuluya, a love that's independent of anything that Hashem does for us. So here's where it's going to get, uh, going to need to be understood. This is where Bovavi is going to be guiding us along on this topic. A love that's independent of anything in particular, actually, get ready for this, works as follows. First, you know the reason. You make it dependent on something. Hashem does so much for us. But then, here we go, you cannot work on developing it anymore. What we can do is reveal the essence of the love. That's it. It's going to become an ava that's independent of anything in particular since there's nothing in existence to point to. The way that it happens is I allow my life to get to a point where that ava just is there in a way that it's revealed. Not necessarily that I created it. We can't necessarily create an ava and a love that's dependent on something, we can. Through our thoughts and understanding and our noticing. To make an independent, a love independent of nothing in particular, is actually something, Bavavi says, every Jew, a Jewish neshama, is capable of getting to. It's actually inside of us. And the way to bring it to existence is by knowing how to reveal it. How to reveal this love that's not dependent on something. That's going to be where we're going with this. It's really a fascinating and beautiful concept. So here we go. Kuf Samach Talid, 164. The Avaidah, the service of a person is to understand and to see how do we reveal this incredible 
reality of love, Avas Hashem, between us and Hashem. As far as I myself am concerned, I have nothing. And whatever, whatever we do have, Hakol, Bakol, Miko, Kol, Ze, from beginning to end, everything is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kolay mar meaning. Loy rak hakara shakadosh Baruch Hu nicely harbe matonis umetiv imi rabbis. The way to get to that initial stage of love that's dependent on something, it's not enough to just recognize that Hashem gave me an incredible amount of gifts. And does so much kindness with us. Our minds are functioning now, Baruch Hashem. Our hearts are functioning now, Baruch Hashem. Our bloodstream is moving along. Our eyesight is working. Our vocal cords are working. Our toenails are growing. It's, it's not noticing only that whatever Hashem gave me is from Hashem. It's everything. Hako bako miko ko. And everything that ever came into my life is a gift from Hashem. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Adam Kanadira, a person who purchases an apartment. Years later, the apartment appreciates. You now made a lot of money. Triples in value. I bought a house 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, and now I made money off the house. It's in a simple way, a person will think, you know what a person will say when the, the house appreciates and they make money in this real estate? Thank you, Hashem. I made money off this house. Made some money. This is so helpful. Ulam ein daibakach. That's not enough appreciation, says Bovavi. Now, it's not that you're lacking in Akar Satayv, but there's so much more that went on here that we have to notice is the chesed from Hashem, which is, Ha'adam tzarech lezbainin, a person must also recognize and contemplate and realize, She'gam es etzem ha'machshava l'knaizdira, who caused you to decide 40 years ago to buy that house? Who put that thought into your mind? Who decided that? Atmos hamachshava gufa, the essence of the very thought. Zu mam The thought is a gift from Hashem. Not just thank you, Hashem, for the gain forty years later, twenty years later. That forty years ago, who decided I should do that? Kalaimar meaning loyrak kenyonim agashmiim. Not only. The physical acquisitions, vahanois, agashbias, and the pleasures, the physical pleasures, here, every thought, every contemplation, and every feeling, and every aspect of body and soul, hakol matana mimenu Kol rayon toiv, every good idea I've ever had. Shenoifel saodam. That enters the mind of a person. It's from Hashem. 
And similarly, the very smallest, everything down to the last detail. Kolaymar meaning, betchila ala adam lirai says atavasi yusparach, like we said before, first notice the bigger things. The bigger gifts Hashem gives us family, finances, a house, the bigger things. But after that, we must also recognize again, we're building up the love that's dependent on something. Everything. All my thoughts, all my feelings. Every last movement. Mamish. Without exception. These are presents and they are good. It's from the goodness. From HaKadosh Baruch You know, in, in the Shemayin Esrei. So every Shemayin Esrei begins with the same three blessings of praise. The fourth bracha of the weekday Shemayin Esrei when we have requests is the bracha of Ata Chaynein La Adam Das. You Hashem bestow knowledge upon a person. It's fascinating that knowledge is a request. It's also fascinating that knowledge is the first request. And Chazal tell us there's a reason for this. Our mind specifically, we think, is who we are. We think we're our minds. Very often we'll think to ourselves, there's certain things I understand and certain things that I just can't understand. There's certain ways that Hashem allowed my mind to function and certain ways that Hashem doesn't allow my mind to function. We think that das is like our neshama. We're very close to our minds. The mind is so deep and so complex. We become like one with our minds in our own world. That's what we decide. We're one with our own minds. But the Rabbi Shalalim and Chazal are teaching us in the Shemayna Esrei, letting us know Das is not who we are. Our minds is not who we are. Our mind is something that we have. It's something that we need to request. It's something we need to ask for. And it could change. It's a gift. And sometimes I'll have a gift today where I'll understand what's happening. Sometimes I won't have a gift today. Sometimes I'll have a gift in the morning. Sometimes I'll have it in the afternoon, the evening. It's, it's like a person's health. Our minds are like our health. Our minds are like our finances. Our minds are like the ghoul. Our minds are, we have to request it. It's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's, not something to be, it's not anything to be taken for granted. Every thought that we have is a hatava, is a gift of the Rabbani Shalom. Every idea that we have is a gift from the Rabbani Shalom. Every movement that we make. And therefore, the very first request that we have in every Shemayna Esrei is Shalom, I understand that my mind is not my neshama. It's not my essence. It's not who I am. It's a gift like anything else and I need to request it. I need to request it because everything, our thoughts, not only the bigger things, like every last thought, how my mind thinks, my anxiety levels, my <laughs> the, the the way that I contemplate towards things. This is this is uh, the Rabbanu Shalom. It's 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 what the Rabbanu Shalom puts into my mind. Every thought that I have is also controlled by the Rabbanu Shalom. The ideas that I had a long time ago was put there by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and therefore even the, we have to realize the mistakes that we made in life. 
were because of thoughts that were there, that Hashem put there. Now it doesn't change a person's Bechira, a person's ability to make a good choice. But realize that the ability to even think of something is because the Rebbe allowed us to do so. Just one more point before we get to the next paragraph, during the Holocaust. So, it's actually uh, right after the Holocaust, there was a Yid who was very, very broken, very broken. He came to one of the Rebbe's, I forget who it was. And he said, he wanted to know where the Rebbe Shalom was. Where the Rebbe Shalom was, you know, very, a uh, question, you know, n- none of us are, are big enough to get involved with. But in this specific incident, the Rebbe tells him, he says, let me ask you a question. Every Nazi guard that you encountered wanted to kill you. Why didn't they? Why didn't they just pop a bullet into your head? Let them do it. They hate you. You're just standing there. Why didn't any Nazi guard who's yearning to kill you, why didn't he just shoot you? And the Yid said, I don't know. The Rebbe tells him, because the Rebbe Nishalem didn't let him think that. That's why. In your life, that's where Hashem was. That's where Hashem was in your life at that time. Making sure that this anti-Semite was not going to think to do that. So he didn't allow the thought to enter that guy's mind. Finished. The Rabbani is in absolute control over everything. Besides for Hakobi de Shemayim, which means right from wrong, good from bad. That's, that's what we control. Besides for that, we have to realize it's the Rabbani Shalom. It's the Rabbani Shalom's Machshavis, the thoughts that, and the, the good ideas, the decision to buy something, to not buy something. You're like, oh, I should have bought it. The Rabbani Shalom didn't want me to buy it. He didn't let it enter my mind. He, I, I found out a little too late about the new IPO. I found out a little to the, all right. The Rabbani Shalom sends information when it's supposed to be sent. Let's keep going. Kuf Samachay, 165. Haray. Behold. Shayesh Bekach Beis Chalakim. We have over here two parts. Shalilas Hamachshaba Shu Chosha Be'atzmai. The removing, we have to remove the thoughts that I am the one who makes, I'm, I'm just brilliant. The good ideas just come from my mind. I made this myself. Point number one is we need to remove that. It's not your genius that's making this happen. Number two, if it's not you, if it's not me, we have to understand. So who's it from? Completely the Rabbanisha. This is the Avaid of a person in this world. Now keep in mind what's our goal with this information? To build up. True Avas Hashem. So here we go. V'zu avaydas Adam. This is the avayda of a person when it comes to loving Hashem. Ki Adam, a person's nature is rutz ve'inam is b'nein klal. Our nature is to be busy, to run, and not think much. Let our day and time just carry us. So our nature tells us, wow, you're so smart. What a good idea. That was fantastic. Ooh, you're, yeah, you're brilliant and you caught this and you caught this. Yeah, We're not thinking. All part of that, that's all, that, that's all not thinking. So 
So I have to know. My das is not me. It's not my koyach. Ata, you, chaynein l'adam das. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is responsible for a person's capabilities. Mental, emotional, physical. Ha'adam rogel l'achshav she'esha z'yat d'shmaya. What we tend to think is, we have a lot of siyat d'shmaya. Hashem helped me. Siyata d'shmaya. What many people think is, Hashem helped me. Meaning, as Haraivu, I said, I did most of it. And God helped me out. Yeah? So I took it 80%, but to help get it done, you know, Hashem helped, you know. I, uh, he was my closer. He pitched the ninth inning when I was less than three runs ahead, and he made sure that whatever I did worked. It's checker. It's not true. It's falsehood. What I also did, was God's energy. That was Hashem's power. How was he, how was he even able to put in his tatlas? The, 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 the productive thoughts. And the, the physical ability that your foot didn't hurt, you were able to make it to the store, or able to make it to that deal, or able to make it to shul, so you met somebody, and then you met uh, all those arrangements. We say, make hishtadlis. Hishtadlis. Put in my hishtadlis. Who gave you the power to make the hishtadlis? Where'd that come from? Hishtadlis is not me. I have to make hishtadlis. You're right. I'm just a vehicle though. I'm a vehicle of hishtadlis. Who allowed me to do the hishtadlis? The Rabbani Shalom. And the knowledge. And the advice. Where I should put a shtadlis in? Should I put a shtadlis into this type of livelihood or that type of livelihood? That's also from his Barak Shemai. Nimtza, what we're coming out with, it's not enough to just notice that, oh, thank you, Hashem. 40 years ago, I decided to, uh, um, we, we sell the house, and 40 years later, 20 years later, five years later, a few months later, and we're able to flip it for a major profit. Wow. Thank you, Hashem. True. Who gave you the initial idea to buy that? Also, Yisbarach Shemai. Everything. He says, we have to realize, this is all part of building Abbas Hashem, is that everything, everything and everything, is the Rebbe Nishle. We have to contemplate this, and notice this, and think in our lives, who gave me this? We're sitting in a house, we're sitting with a chair, we're sitting with a table, we're sitting, uh, we, we, we go to shul, and we sit around with friends, who who'd allow, who put into my mind to attend this particular shul? Who put into my mind to attend this particular event? And it happens to be that who, who put into the, the person who I'm sitting with in shul, the person who I'm sitting with at the event, that they should also choose to sit at this table. And if we're put with place cards, Hashem brought us all together for a reason. Hashem put into the mind of the person who's making the tables, that it should work out that our mom is sitting here. So we have to, there's so many opportunities as we go through our day and as we go through our life to recognize that everything, every situation that we 
are put into, not that we put ourselves into, but who helped me decide to go to the store at this time, et cetera, et cetera. We can go on and on. We have to recognize that is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's going to help me choose where I live and who lives next to me and that. He's putting into all our minds and coming to, uh, uh, allowing things to come into absolute control. Ultimately, we're going to hold it here for the actual learning inside. But ultimately, what we're going to aim to get to is once we understand how much Hashem does, how much Hashem does, we're going to end up cultivating within ourselves a love that came about for a reason. Now here's what's going to be the outcome of it. You ready? The more I notice that it's only Hashem, the more I'm going to realize his bottles. I am I'm bottle. I'm nullified to Hashem's will, so to speak. Not that I don't matter, chas v'shalom. But Hashem is the one who's in absolute control. His bottles means I'm not in control. When a person gets to a point where it's zero to do with me. Zero. Because even when I'm involved, the ability to do that was from Hashem. The ability to accomplish that, I can't start that energy. That energy started from Hashem. The more we notice this, we're going to end up revealing the Ahava, the love, that's not dependent on something. Because very often what gets in the way of the ultimate love is us. When we put ourselves in the way, of the relationship. The relationship remains a dependent relationship. But where Bovavi is going to take us, Bez Hashem, is that the more I notice through contemplation, focusing in, recognizing, recognizing completely, completely that we're completely dependent, how dependent I am. I become like the hand on a body that's dependent on the brain to move it. Call it love. You say, a hand loves the body. Say, yeah. Maybe there's no, not in a way of feeling of the heart necessarily, right? But we as an ashama, when we become just a mere extension of the source, without putting ourselves and our own koach, as if I have power in the way, that's how we can transform. In Ava, a love that's dependent on something, which is an incredible level, but we can actually transform it to an Ava she'enet Because that Ava she'enet now once I'm out of the way, is just going to be revealed. That's the Nisham of the Yid. The Nisham of the Yid is one with Hashem. That's Ava. Ava is becoming one. Love is becoming one. When I allow myself to get out of the way, I, my neshama, is a chelik alakamimau. So I get out of the way, and my neshama just ends up being revealed in its most truest form. It becomes one with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that's an Ava. That's a connection. 
independent of anything. It's just a reality that was loud, what was allowed to shine forth. Okay. We'll hold it here. Lots to think about. Lots to consider. Bez until next year. And uh, we'll hold it here for this evening. And uh, until next time, uh, just the, the Rebbein Shalom should give us, uh, should give us, uh, you know, the Siyat Deshmaya to uh, to keep growing and to keep uh, keep steiging and developing uh, and coming uh, closer and closer to him. Have a wonderful Shabbos.